Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Hello and welcome into the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Thank you so much for downloading this week's podcast. Uh, joining us this week is our good friend, State Representative Nick Schroer. If you missed the radio show this week, please go back and download that podcast as well. Uh, we had a chance to talk with uh, Representative Schroer a little bit on the show about uh, some things that are happening both nationally and then statewide here with the Second Amendment. We're going to continue that conversation uh, in this podcast now. We also, of course, talked to our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, and we talked to Hank Hedges from the Farmers Co-op Old Town Country Store in St. Peter. So if, uh, you know, just remember that we always put out two podcasts this show every week. So if you're downloading this one and you're hearing it already, you may as well download the other one as well. And we certainly appreciate you for uh, doing so. And uh, we appreciate uh, Nick Schroer for sticking around. Representative Schroer, thanks again for uh, putting a little extra time in with us this week. Yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, topics, the Second Amendment. So thank you guys for doing all you can at getting the voice of common sense out there in an era where we uh, we hear that the Democrats aren't coming for our guns, but then we see their plans either on Joe Biden's website or what they filed in Congress to, to state otherwise. So thank you guys for all that you do. You bet. And, and, and to co- kind of pick up where we left off the conversation on the show this week, uh, a point that Bo was making, and then and then um, I referenced this poll that was recently done uh, that said that uh, uh, 57% of Americans are for, quote, stricter gun laws. Very vague. Uh, but that number, you know, you may it may seem high to you, but, I, you know, it just depends on what your—I mean, there's certain gun reform, gun laws that even I would support, but I'm not, you know— what I would think of as maybe a common sense thing would be very different than somebody else would. So keep that in mind when you're th- when you're looking at this number that says 57 percent of Americans uh, would be for stricter gun laws. Uh, but that number also continues to drop. And it is a it's, it's at a four year low right now. And coming off of the year that we have just seen 
where there is a record number of first-time gun owners, I think that President Biden and the Democrats realize that a lot of people that are exercising their Second Amendment rights right now are not, are, it's not all Republicans, it's Democrats. Yeah. And as more and more people across the country realize that they want to take advantage of their Second Amendment rights to protect themselves and their families, it's going to be harder and harder for them to push forward their agenda. So my fear is that they're going to try to strike quickly and immediately to while they still have a little bit maybe of a majority of the country on their side. I think that is going away quickly. And, you know, if they're going to continue to talk about how they want to bring everybody together and they're working for the uh, majority of Americans and their best interests, uh, Americans in record numbers are speaking about the Second Amendment and protecting it is their best interest. And that's got to be bad news for the Democrats. Well, Tony, you know, I think that the the reason why we're seeing a decline in the push for gun control or stricter gun laws from the American people is because we've been told for so long it's it's gun sense, quote unquote, gun sense. We're we're going after uh, common sense gun reforms. We're not coming after your AR-15s, your AK-47s. But when we saw what the Democrats truly felt, when we heard what they truly felt, by in the words of Robert Beto O'Rourke, the career. Uh, campaigner down in Texas, the second place guy, um, we finally saw we the, the curtain was pulled back. You could see that, yes, their ultimate plan is to bankrupt the NRA, to come after the NRA's core, and that's Americans, that's Missourians, and that we are going to come after AK-47 and AR-15. Why? Because they're scary, because we want control. Um, we saw the Democrats kind of stifle that and say, oh, don't, don't say that. We're not, we're not coming for your guns. But yes, they are. It was right on Joe Biden's own website. We've seen it in Congress, like I stated on the show. If you haven't heard it, go pull it back up on Radio.com. But we've stated with H.R. 127 and other bills that have been filed this year under the Biden administration, all it's going to take is to, to shove it down the American people's throats, get it signed by uh, President Biden, and we're all screwed. And that's why here in the state of Missouri, we're trying to put up a red wall of freedom, supporting and preserving the Second Amendment. And that's why it's so important that we are having shows like this and discussions like this to get this to the forefront so more Americans who are jumping on podcasts, doing their own digging, doing their own research, they can actually see, yes, we are. We, the Second Amendment is, is dangling by a thread. And if they want to shove it down our throats and do it very quickly, strike when the iron's hot, I think it's going to have terrible, terrible effects for the Democrats when it comes to 2022, right after a census year when states like Illinois, New York, California are at risk of losing congressional seats. And I'd like to interject here the fact that, uh, you know, we have these uh, these strict gun laws in, in some of these states and the laws have not reduced the crime. Right. I would almost bet, Tony, that with your polling information you have, which is very general, that, yes, people, 50 percent, uh, the majority do want stricter gun laws for the criminals, for the, yeah, the gangbangers, exactly. for the people in the inner city. Not, But then they're getting wind that, oh, but that's going to affect my you know rights to have a gun. Well, that's going to be a problem because all we're going to be doing is making more people defenseless and vulnerable uh, because the bad guys will always, they will always be able to get, and if they can't get the guns, guess what? They're going to get a sword or they're going to get a knife or they're going to get a rock. Yeah. You're going to outlaw all that? Hmm. Go ahead, Nick. 
Sorry, no, I was going to say, we've up. seen that in the U.K. Uh, you see it in Australia, yeah. U.K., in countries that take away one tool for the general public to use to defend themselves, the criminals are going to do what they do best, and that's break the law. Um, we've seen it in the war on drugs, a failed war on drugs. You can't just blanketly say, we're going to outlaw all of this and expect it to go away. We've seen it with murder, with child abuse. Yes, that's why we have laws to deter these bad acts, but you're always going to have bad actors. And so many times, I love I love the armed citizen from uh, the Second Amendment, uh, the National Rifle Association has in all of their magazines, which, you know, you get the, the, the different memberships, you get different magazines, but all of them have the armed citizen in there. And it re- reflects stories that the mass media is not covering, but these are stories right. of everyday Americans, law-abiding citizens protecting themselves or even others by the use of their legal firearms. So, as I mentioned on the radio show this week, I, I'll read it again here. President Biden, uh, as as Bo pointed out, used the uh, three-year anniversary of the tragedy in Parkland, Florida, to yep. uh, initiate this push for gun reform. And the president's statement was, Today I am calling on Congress to enact common-sense gun law reforms, including requiring background checks on all gun sales, banning assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, and eliminating immunity for gun manufacturers who knowingly put weapons of war on our streets. There's a whole lot to unpack there, but before we go into those things specifically, um, I want to have like the SpongeBob Jacques Cousteau voice Meanwhile, in Missouri, um, not only are we doing things like the Second Amendment uh, Preservation Act, which I always call the Second Amendment Protection Act, it's Preservation Act, right? I get it yep. wrong and you get it right. So I got to fix my, <laughs> I got to fix the verbiage there whenever I say it. SAPA. I should just stick with uh, tomato, SAPA. Tomato. There you go. Uh, so meanwhile, in Missouri, as the president uh, and the Democrats nationally uh, have you know, shown their hand and what they're working on. We are working on the SAPA bill and uh, wanted to uh, get your thoughts on this, uh, Nick. There's a um, a new push by Missouri Republicans to allow conceal and carry on Metrolink. Yeah. Senator Bob Onder has introduced legislation that would allow concealed carry permit holders to bring firearms on Metrolink trains and Metro buses. Uh, mm-hmm. Ander says that at worst, conceal and carry will have no impact on crime, and uh, the majority of the time, in, and at best, it would reduce it. I agree with that because what always stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yeah. Uh, what do you know about this uh, about this bill uh, that uh, Senator Ander is promoting, and can you uh, tell us about it a little bit? Yeah, well, I've been fortunate enough to sit on uh, the General Laws Committee the entirety uh, of my time up here in Jefferson City. And this bill has come through the committee the past couple of years. I know um, a good colleague of mine, A-plus rating with the NRA, Representative Ron Hicks has carried that. Representative Adam Schnelting is carrying that this year. And we've already heard that. Uh, it actually got some Democrat support on that bill as well. Um, so I agree. This is a time where we need to look at keeping these people um, especially in these inner cities, safe, where crime is at its highest. And the best way to do that is allow them the liberty to protect themselves in the way that they see fit. Uh, I know that there was some concern with, you know, since it's a bi-state uh, form of transit, is it, is it going to impact Illinois? No. When you're in Missouri, you can conceal carry if this bill passes. And we've seen 
predators jumping onto these uh, the Metrolink, whether it's uh, on the actual bus or at the, uh, the the stops, and they're preying upon the people. We've seen it just a couple weeks ago when there was a uh, security officer who lost his life, a, uh, yeah. a parent, a Missourian, a military member, and he lost his life because the security agency indicated they could not allow him to uh, to conceal carry. Now, th- this is the best form of deterrence, uh, knowing that there may be people that have armed themselves, that may be trained, they know what they're doing. They're going to not only protect themselves, but they're going to protect other Missourians that, that may be preyed upon by these uh, these horrible criminals. And we've seen it, whether it's Aurora, Colorado, in a theater shooting where he picked the only location closest to him that was a, uh, a gun-free zone, so mm-hmm. to speak, rather than going to the other movie theaters that allowed guns in there. A good guy with a gun, yes, is going to stop a bad guy with a gun if given the chance. And that's why I think— And if, uh, and if trained, if trained. Because yeah, when, course, when, when, when it is hitting the fan, Nick, you've got to agree that if they're untrained, they're going to they're right. lose their mind, they're going to be nervous. That's why I don't understand why we don't have actual law enforcement. We have police officers in the city yeah. of St. Louis uh, you know, doing secondary work at the, at the Blues game or the Cardinals game. Why or not even at the, them? at the wheelhouse at, at different bars and venues down there? We have them doing secondary work. But why aren't they on, on the, the why Metrolink? Aren't they, why aren't they on the Metrolink? Or or hey, let's do the National Guard because it's getting that bad or it, it is that scary. Wouldn't you rather have uh, you know armed military like when you go to the airport back well, right after nine eleven? I mean, it, it would it would I, comfort I me. We've got business owners, and, and you know I've met the wheelhouse guys uh, as I'm the chairman of the committee on small business dealing with the different uh, orders, shutting them down for a year. They're back open now. Um, but I think you, you finally have business owners that are smart enough to know the liability is there, and the best yeah. way to deter crime is having an officer, having somebody that's trained with a weapon on there to, to stop that and prevent it from ever happening. But you know, here in the state of Missouri, we also have a bill that I'm very passionate about. Uh, this year it's House Bill 501, and now that the medical marijuana industry is picking up here in the state of Missouri, voters passed this overwhelmingly uh medical marijuana is here to stay but there is the the fact that the feds especially under a biden administration could use that that information you even going to apply for a card or getting a card to use that in restricting your second amendment rights or even altogether throwing you in a federal penitentiary for lying on the form 4473 so my bill which should i'm, I'm hearing this is breaking news i may mm. get a hearing next week on this uh and it's house bill 501 which would protect Medical, mar- med- med- I can't even talk today. Medical marijuana cardholder information from getting into the hands of the federal government. Yeah, I I love that. Uh, I I love that that piece of legislation that you are working on. I know that we discussed it last session, yes. and uh, you know it wasn't able to get across the finish line last year. But I, I, I am so happy that you have uh, continued to champion that because I agree. Um, you know that is uh, that is that is something very important. And, you know, if you are somebody who is going through something like chemotherapy and is being prescribed uh, marijuana to by your doctor to treat all the pain and everything that comes along with that. If if now somehow because of that, you are not allowed to own a gun to protect your home. That's just crazy. Well, even so. think about our uh, our former military members that have PTSD, and a lot of them came to the committees when I first got into office, and they've indicated, look, you know, they're not supposed to be using it, but they are using it from friends, whether they're in Illinois, Colorado, yeah. but they're prescribed pills and medication that makes them suicidal. They can keep their guns under our laws, but if they 
you know, just so happen to get a medical marijuana card, even if they're not using it, it could put their Second Amendment at risk. It makes no sense whatsoever that hydrocodone and other bills that that may impact your mental status, they're okay to take while using and even alcohol. They, they, you can use all of those you want and keep your Second Amendment intact. But something like medical marijuana, as long as you have that card, the feds could come in and take away your gun. Yeah, that's that is that is ridiculous. And I'm glad that you are doing what you can to rectify that situation. Um, Not much time left here, but I did want to get your thoughts on this. Um, You know, I I read those things and we could go deep into in depth on all of the different things that the president touched on in his statement this week. But one of them that I find particularly interesting, and it's sort of new to in in the Democrats' uh, playbook and their in their strategy, and this is the idea of going after gun manufacturers mm-hmm. and holding gun manufacturers uh, responsible for crimes that could possibly be committed with their uh, with their guns, and they're trying to. You know, outlaw different um, uh, uh, gun manufacturers from being able to uh, to make parts or especially ones that are coming from overseas to ban that. So they're they're really targeting manufacturers, which will obviously also affect jobs and so many other things. Um, And just the the craziness of, you know, like like Bo, we've talked on the show before, you know, if somebody. Uh, if somebody is drunk driving and they hit somebody with their Chevy truck, it, it, it's not Chevy's fault exactly. that that they built the truck that uh, that this person you know committed a crime in. And uh, I, I and you may and somebody may say, well, that's not a uh, you know a, an apples to apples comparison. I think it absolutely it well, it's a one to one apples to apples comparison. Uh, this is going to be go a ahead, slippery slope. Yeah. It's going to from a legal standpoint. Charging a manufacturer of a product, if it is not, if it's being used for its intended purpose, um, but it's being used in the in the wrong way, just like a vehicle. If you get somebody that knows that they should not be using it for X reason, they're going to be using it for an illegal reason. You should not be holding the the manufacturer of that product liable. And I think if this opens up and allows for you know lawsuits to go against the the gun manufacturers if it's being used for an illegal purpose. This is going to open up a can of worms for uh, vehicles, uh, vehicle manufacturers and drunk driving cases, uh, and the list goes on. So I think at the mens rea there, uh, there are many different things that you would have to prove and create some new way of cause of action against these these gun manufacturers that I, I, I don't think would hold up in court, especially if that rises to the, the Supreme Court that Trump had a hand in creating. I think if it gets up there – this type of legislation that would be signed ultimately by the Biden administration, it would take years probably, but I think ultimately it would be held unconstitutional. But it's a dangerous precedent to set as it would open up the gates of hell for any frivolous litigation against gun manufacturers, uh, the federal government. If you get on a, you know, on a rack on their federal highways or state highways, uh, it's just a, a terrible piece of, uh, of legislation. Let's let's just uh, look at the the picture of what we were talking about earlier. Inner city, you know, uh, killings, black on black killings. What, however, you want to frame that. If if one of those uh, one of those people kills somebody with a Ruger or uh, Smith and Wesson, so now the family can sue the gun manufacturer because this gangbanger came in and shot up the family or shot up the. It, it makes no sense, Nick. When did common sense leave 
the mind of uh, so many elected officials. I mean, we we sit back and watch the headlines and go, wow, but you've got to face these people, man. I don't even know how you keep a straight face. Well, again, you have to peel back the onion here and see what they truly want. And when they keep saying gun sense and common sense, the, the president even indicated it in his uh, press release that we, we need common sense reforms. Well, that's the farthest from what that is, is a common sense reform. I've got a piece Just of legislation like- here, in, here in the state of Missouri that would further criminalize the, the shooting, the, the negligent shooting on, on holidays. Like, uh, and I know I've talked about it on the show, uh, shooting your gun up in the air in the city right. to celebrate, whether it's the New Year uh, or uh, Christmas Day, whatever July. you're going to celebrate, yeah. Fourth of July, we've seen that that's actually resulted in people dying. But we're holding the actors accountable. We're not holding the gun manufacturers accountable. And that's the the case that if when this comes up in committee hearings in the state of Missouri, which it has before, I bring up that case that you guys just mentioned of holding Chevy, the Chevy truck that uh, mm-hmm. the, the drunk driver got behind. There's nothing the wrong Ginsu with The Ginsu knife that cut my finger off for crying out Absolutely. loud. <laughs> well, Let's sue everybody. <laughs> This goes back to the common sense uh, or anti-common sense lawsuits of you order a hot coffee, you spill it on your crotch, and now you can sue McDonald's for a million dollars because you didn't have the common sense to know that the hot coffee that you ordered might burn you. Yeah. Or or your circular saw cut your finger off because you're not paying attention. It's not Black and Decker's fault. Okay, <laughs> these same kinds of, of, of you know of statements is kind of like women's reproductive health. That's the, that's what a liberal comes up with to make it sound nice, yep. and we all know what it really means. So the common sense gun laws is is ridiculous. It's just right. it's yep. it's maddening. Ugh. So we're gonna wrap this conversation up yeah, here, but <laughs> uh, we you know Nick will be back on this show, and you can hear him. Uh, various other times uh, on the 97.1 and even on on, on KMOX. Uh, so keep your ears open for that, and we'll talk to uh, State Representative Nick Schroer again very, very soon. In the meantime, Nick, if people want to follow you on social media, they want to follow what you guys are working on in the legislative session in Jeff City, uh, how can they do all of those things? Well, you can just go to my website, uh, nickfullrep.com. That'll link you to both of my Facebook and Twitter. Um, Twitter, I will warn you, uh, you can get stuck for hours. It's like uh, TikTok for my wife. She'll just sit there and watch videos. You can just look at all the trolling that occurs by, you know, even just indicating I'm going to file a piece of legislation designating a certain day is the Rush Limbaugh Memorial Day in the city of Missouri, and the left has gone crazy so entertain yourself with that or if you just go to house.mo.gov you can see what bills are moving what hearings are occurring and this year is the first time ever you can actually submit testimonies you can submit testimony in house.mo.gov on pieces of legislation such as these gun bills if you uh, are in support or even just want to have your voice heard feel free to go ahead and do that nick do you parlor's back do you do parlor also i'm on parlor i have not heard that it's back uh i i, it, I, I think mean, it I'm is on there it's back. They're I just not accepting new things. people. Oh, they're okay. Not, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I'm on there, uh, but I don't. I don't get the entertainment like I do sure. uh, of people that that are just harassing yeah. the different legislators across the state. It, to me, it's entertaining. You, you, you've either got some sort of mental issue, or you're being paid to uh, to troll endlessly. Or you, you might need to take up knitting. You might need a new hobby. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm going to sue the needle makers. That's what I'm yeah, going to sue. You poke yourself. <laughs> I poke myself, yeah. <laughs> that is Newsmaker Nick, State Rep Nick Schroer. Thanks again, my friend, yeah, for you your time. We'll talk to you again soon.
Talk to you then. All right. right. That is going to wrap up this edition of the podcast exclusive. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast and uh, for your continued support of this podcast and radio show. My name is Tony Colombo. For producer Carl Middleman. Hello. And my partner, Bo Matthews. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. And you know how to get me fired up. Yep, that's the idea. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.